Roger. Yeah, I think it's pulling the wrong one. I'm just... Okay, I'm ready to pull it down now. There was still a little bit uh, left in the... Okay, don't hold it quite so tight. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to pull it down. Okay, I'm going to Hi! Welcome to the podcast. This is how it's going to start. Hey, everybody, welcome to the podcast. This is the actual starting of the podcast. This is live to tape. Also known as the executive buffet, also known as hands on the branch, but best known as daddy's big red truck. It's that red old truck. It's in good shape, but it doesn't smell bad. It looks cool, but it's still aged. And you know it's good because daddy's driving it and he's taking it on some little whippers around the barn. Grandma's pissed, but she's laughing. And we're all just sitting in the back, counting our change in a nice burlap sack hanging out with the speakers on full blast here with your boy jimmy jackson jason pepperhouse kevin tipcorn all the names i've said johnny pemberton here on live to tap the podcast of the name i just said welcome to it if you're new that's great stay if you're not also stay and uh maybe just keep doing it you can check us out on patreon it's patreon.com slash live to tape that's patreon.com slash live to tape there's tons of music mixes on there there's a bunch of different exclusives also when it comes to merchandise you guys know i'm the merchandise guy t-shirts sweatshirts that kind of stuff you get a discount and also access some of the stuff is special access so check that out also come find me on twitch come hang out i'm on twitch at least once a week, usually twice, maybe three. It's twitch.tv slash just my nipples. That's twitch.tv slash just my nipples. We have a goddamn time over there. You gotta join us, okay? It's, it's a, a real to do, it's a real hoot, it's, it's a real, real matter, matter of fact. fact. Lay, down Lay down the, the flapjack, flapjack blast, blast trap and, and open, open up, up until, until the spider. The spider opens up a sack but there's no eggs to think about that so just relax and lay back okay uh, as far as that we're about to get on to full crack point here we've got another one of these repeat cool episodes with these people I like a lot named Blair Saki and Steve Hernandez uh, we're having a fucking ball here we're outside we're just we're slurping we're swinging it it's a great episode hope you love it hope you love them I know you will I don't even ha- I don't have any hope because I know the truth is that no hope is needed that's what this podcast is called. It's called No Hope Needed. Leave your hope in the trunk unless you have a hatchback, in which case I would advise that you take that hatchback back and get a, something with a trunk, even if it's a piece of crap, because that way you can hide it in the boot and you don't have to worry about, you know, losing all your fruit to <laughs> some sort of boot scooting toot hooter, okay? Uh, everybody, thanks for being here. Here it is. Podcast with my my boy, my girl, Stevie Stevie H and Blair Blair
<laughs> check, check, check. Hey, Blair, say some stuff. Let me hear that sound. Hello, how are you? You can talk. Can I hear your range a bit? Oh, yeah, because I get loud. I mean, I guess. Ah! Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Steve's good. We're all pretty good. It's a good range of voices, isn't it? We've said that before, right? <laughs> that it's like a good range. <laughs> what do you mean when you say that? Oh, yeah, we got quite the. We have different longer. sounds. There's a lot of different sounds in here. I did some. I had some voiceover auditions this morning, and the guy was like, "And keep it up here." And so I was literally like, <laughs> by, the, "By the end, I was like, oh, oh. Isn't that hard though? It hurts your voice. It totally does. It was full strain the entire time to I can't sound do like it. a ten-year-old boy. I'm bad at it. I'm bad at the voice strain thing. I, I feel like my voice is permanently strained, so. I had to do this gruff detective voiceover thing for some audible thing. Cool. And uh, that was like, I was I was like, I can just say a couple more lines. They should have just sent you offer only for that shit. Uh, I feel like, detective. yeah. Right now I'm sitting here, I'm like, yes, yeah, I see this are, guy. You're perfect for a gruff detective. What's the show where it has the guy who kind of sounds like you, but he has more of a, he has like a list, but it sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Is it that movie, Um, that show, the, the one with... Uh, you know, the one about the, all the strange shit, the Stephen King one. You're wearing a Stephen King a shirt. Stephen King shirt. It's the Stephen King one. It was on HBO recently. The Outsider? The Outsider, Wait, yeah. remember the Outsider, which, how fucking big that was? And that was like a year ago, but it seems like 11 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> time, is, uh, time has been radically altered. At least my perception of time has been, I don't trust anything at all anymore. I'm like, when was that? Was that last week? Was that two days ago? Was it two months ago? It's okay, coming no. back though. It's back. Oh, it's coming I know. back. It's coming back. Are it you is? excited? <laughs> that show's coming back. You mean? No, everything's coming back. Yeah. I um. Oh, dude, that question was that was a very. What you just say right now? You asked Blair if she's excited, and Blair's laughing because she is not excited because she, like the person I live with, called my wife, is also someone who is probably deathly afraid of. You have to go places now. I, I got to tell you, I, you know, I hated it. I, or I've thought a lot about where um, the kind of person I am and everything. And the first while was rough. But now I okay. absolutely love it. Oh. It's going to suck to fucking go back. I, uh, I never struggled. Um, I really like I find it really sad that anyone had to go through any pain or anything. But um, I didn't I did not mind the. Um, <laughs> The, the isolation. The break. <laughs> the break, she calls it. I don't think, uh, I always think about this last night, the idea that um, I kind of think this is kind of philosophical or whatever, but I feel like humans are better designed for scarcity and like laying low, hunkering down, than they are for all of a sudden you have like this opulence of all these choices you can make. You know what I mean? We're better mm, at just being like, simple. Well, yeah, we've only got, because we're built to starve, right? Like, we're built, the human body is built for famine. Really? Yeah. That's why you get super fat if you eat tons of sugar. Because it's like, the idea is you'd have, like, a little bunch of sugar, like, in a small period of time. You wouldn't have, like, tons of it over time. It's all this stuff, like, in our bodies that it's designed to. Evolutionary? Yeah. Yeah, so, that's why you couldn't eat, like, that many apples. That wasn't going to make you fat. Right. So when you come, well, you're a hunter and gatherer. You guys come up with these big bushes of apples. That's the worst thing you could eat is like 10 apples. But you got to load up. You got to load up while you can get it. Yeah. (laughs) 
because it's not going to last. It doesn't stay around for long. No, the Johnny whole... talks like a hunter. <laughs> I have hunted. I know you have. <laughs> the whole thing's awful for us. Yet. You know, like Malcolm Gladwell talks about that. We're not supposed to be in bigger groups than 150. Right. Uh, we're supp- You know, everyone's nice and friendly. Uh, hunters and gatherers only worked like a couple hours a day yeah, and they man. like lounged around and hung out and just talked with your same hundred friends and family. Everybody, you know, was married to each other. Polyamory was in the air. I'm mm-hmm. just kidding, Blair. I did that for you. <laughs> 150 <laughs> is such a hilarious, arbitrary m- number. 150 is actually like a lot. Uh, well, kind of. Not if they're, they're all like together. And it's like, high school, basically. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hap- my high school was bigger. How many people were in your high school, Blair? Um, two thousand. Oh my God! Wow. Mine was my like that too. Entire high school was probably under four hundred. Oh, and I went to a private school too. Hmm. Oh, you went to one of those big Catholic schools though. Which one was it again? Santa Margarita Catholic High School. They make them that big? Yeah, they're a big football powerhouse. Yeah, wow. I remember. I was reading about of, them. Um, a lot of whole NFL milk. people came out of there. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. NFL? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Damn. Santa Margarita. And, pro, and other sports, pro sports, like, out of my high school. Damn. Santa Margarita, Long Beach Poly, Bishop Amon. It was all those, like. Modern day. Modern day. Yeah, yeah, it was, like, these four or five. Modern that day. That you'd always see in CIF, CIF play, playoffs. Yeah. Two-time CIF MVP. No. Really? Are you serious, yeah. Blair? What's I mean, CIF? I know, I know she went to UCLA and was that good and shit, but a, a two-time CIF player, of the, that's yeah, huge. Yeah, five foot six. Little shrimp. <laughs> That's right. That's crazy. Did, did, yeah, CIF is like um, how they divide the schools. So, so her school was Division One okay. CIF, and in California too, you're talking about so many schools too. So when you like, if you're a state wrestling champ in California, you're like for sure top three or four in the country because oh. there's so many people. I'll so, say it too, baby. I mean, <laughs> lost in the state finals. That's crazy, Blair. <laughs> she just winked at us, guys. <laughs> I saw some TikTok like last year, some girl being like, I don't know. She's just like flexing about how she's really tall, but she's like, you want D1 babies? You're not going to get it from this. And then she shows, shows like her picture like 6'11". Basically, like, she's like, you know, you want to have kids that can play professional balls? Impregnate me. <laughs> Fucking like, I'll be your, I'll carry your child. Because you have to have like a big woman to the big man, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel have... like I, I've I've said that to dudes before. What? You want good breeding or what? <laughs> but you're not that tall. I know, but just the incredible amount of athletic skill and fast twitch muscle in my body, not to mention um, court awareness and hand-eye coordination, unbelievable. Would you be willing to auction yourself off to have like you know have breeding <laughs> rights? You want you should have breeding rights so you can build like a D one player. What is this Handmaid's Tale? I don't know. I've never seen that. I don't know what that is. But um, no, I I um I. It's funny because I never brought up sports for like the first um, six years of my comedy career. I never talked about it just because it was my whole life. So I never thought it was interesting. And then I just started sort of. You're like truly an elite athlete. Yeah, it's like almost a prof- I, I train in Colorado Springs with Junior National team and everything. 
Dang. Yeah, well, then, I, I mean, then it does. It makes sense though that your career is going so well because not only is it like a physical thing, but you know what it takes to be one of the best, oh, and you thanks. work that hard, right? I work my fucking ass <laughs> off. <laughs> I do do that, but yeah, I don't know uh, this. But this is. Um, it seems like there's a lot less control in um, <laughs> entertainment than sports. Yes, absolutely. But you could set yourself up. You could set yourself up to win. Yeah, that's true. I do do that. And then the rest is in um, God's hands. God herself's hands. She's a woman? (laughs) It's so hard. It's so ingrained in my mind that God is like masculine, but I've really, every day I work to change to feminine. Or also just, actually, I prefer it to be just like androgynous. I think God is definitely doesn't have a penis. God has like, God is like a. Do you believe in God? What does that even mean? I thought you were an atheist. I'm definitely not an atheist. That was, don't say that about I'm an atheist. You know I'm not know. an atheist. I don't know. So, I never got an atheist vibe from no. you, but she asked you a question. There's nothing wrong right. with Do you I, believe I in God. I don't judge an atheist at all. I don't think that the idea of God is a, up to belief or not. What does that mean? Like uh, the idea of believing. Like I, don't guess, I guess I don't really know what that means. Like people say... A lot of times, when people used to ask you if you believe in God. It means like, oh, do you go to church? Do you have like a reli- are you into religion? Right. Do you have a religious yeah, thing? Yeah. Which I'd say I don't. I did get ashes last year at a Catholic church, and everyone thought I was joking. Oh yeah, I but I really that. did. And I thought you were joking too. I feel like I saw you that day. Maybe you did. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't joking. <laughs> yeah. No, I wasn't joking. I posted a picture <laughs> of myself with with uh, ashes on. No, but why did you get them? Because I like going to Catholic church. I enjoy like. I enjoy the ceremony of it, I guess you could say. I enjoy, like, the uh, the community. And I feel like a lot of, the older I get, I realize, like, a lot of those parables and just things that a priest will say. I mean, obviously, all the stuff with the Catholic Church. Oh, yeah, all that stuff aside. Yeah, <laughs> all that stuff is. Uh, <laughs> besides all that, they got some good stuff in there. They do. <laughs> I mean, it's not this, they're not teaching anything different than anyone else is teaching. No, of course not. All just the, the Catholics have all, like, the, you know what they got? Incense. That's okay. That's why I'm in is the incense. So do I believe in God? Uh, I guess so. But it's not like, you know what I mean? But what is that? It's such a general question. It's like saying. Because it means something different to each person. Right. So, so if you, if you, if it means something different to every person, then the answer is the never. The question gonna... is, what does God mean to you? Then? Right. <laughs> that's, so that's the better question. The, All right. From, from well, the I'm preacher. Glad we really um, got down to the nuts and bolts. Ten minutes in, and we have the question: What does God mean to you? <laughs> what does the idea of God mean to you? Uh, wait, have any of you done ayahuasca? Did you ever do it? You no, did it, but I'm going to. I thought you, you were scheduled you're to do to. it like a month ago. No. Did you bail? Gearing up. I'm. I'm gearing up. I'm gearing up. <laughs> I have a mushroom chocolate bar, um, and. Julie and I are going to a cabin on August 17th, and she's Ooh. never done it before. And at first, she was like, I want to go. I'm just, I mean, at Where's first, the cabin that's so far out? Uh, Big Bear. Oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, we've been saving. I've had it for almost a year now, and she's never done it before. And I haven't, I haven't done it, like, as a sober person. I haven't done it in 20 years, probably, really. 15 years, something like that. So she wanted to go live, but Wait, I'm like. 15 years? Since I've done mushrooms, that's yeah. a long time. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, wow, I can't that's basically really... like a first time. Yeah, as an adult, I can't tell you really what the experience. Oh, is. Oh, you're gonna get slapped. Yeah, so I'm gonna. She wanted to go kind of light, but I'm gonna say, nah. Let's just. It's like the equivalent of an eighth. 
I'm like, let's just split the eighth. That's a good amount. That's really good. Yeah, it's not too much, but it's like we're gonna fucking we're gonna be flying. Yeah, you're gonna feel it. Otherwise, yeah. I don't know how much, I've done mushrooms so many times, and I have no idea like what an amount is but or have what you an ever eighth is. Or... Done a significant amount? Oh yeah. Really? <laughs> so would you when say was the last done time? A... Heroic dose, would you say? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm very sensitive. It's not like you won't catch me out here doing fucking handfuls. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I, mushrooms, like, the only drugs I do. You should read about, you should read a trip report and see what level you did. Because it's pretty well defined at this point. There's, like, one through five. Level five being, like, you know, ego dissolution. Um, most people haven't done a level five. They think, maybe think they have. I've probably come close to level five. That was with LSD, and that was by accident. And even then, that was probably like cresting level five. It wasn't a pure level five. It wasn't like a true heroic dose. It was probably, I probably did like two tabs, two full tabs. And Wait, that was but like. But that's not mushrooms. That's something. Still different. psychedelic. It's still oh. doing the same stuff to the very oh, yeah, similar parts of your brain. I've never done any of the other psychedelics. Oh. I've oh. done uh, one time I did an eighth, the second time I did a mushrooms. And like I said, this is 20 years ago. Yeah. The second time I did it, I was gone. Yeah. Like, I remember I did it with my girlfriend at the time and my brother Danny. And I remember piecing together what time meant. <laughs> yes. Like, truly. That's the thing. That's yeah. the shit right there. Yeah. Did you like it or no? Um, it was kind of scary. We did it, like, at a party yeah. on New Year's Eve. Oh, that's an in that's a very intense way to do it. Yeah, that was, like, the wrong way to do it. But Yeah, wrong is the right um, word. It was, that was, like, I don't consider that a bad trip. I've had bad trips, but that wasn't one. That was, like, but truly, like, talk. I remember talking to my girlfriend. And we were huddled in the corner, and we're like, that's what they use to distinct separate things. Time. Like, we didn't understand what that was, but that was like, that was pretty crazy. I mean, that you know, the first time I did it too is the first time I understood God. I, I, um, wow. did, have you had that kind of experience? Um, I've this is gonna shock you, but like, of all the times I've done it, like, I've never had what I would call a spiritual, I mean, it's all spiritual, but I wouldn't say I've had any like profound spiritual, um, revelation on them like i would say every time i do it the the main thing i get out of it is like joy like i need to prioritize joy in my life instead of always um trying to get to the next thing or think everything's gonna be great when 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 you know yeah, instead of just now um and so like that's just such a funny thing, but like anytime I do it, and it's usually with Greta, like that's like my mushroom friend. Um, and I, I always am like, we just need to like live life. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, shit. We just need to fucking live it. Um, but yeah, I've never had like, that's cool though, like when you had something like seminal, a realization. Yeah, I mean, just truly, and that's the cool thing about psychedelics is it's not like when you get drunk or high or whatever, when you, like, think, oh, wow, what a cool idea, and you wake up and you're like, what an idiot. It's like, it's a fact. God, to me, is a fact, and it's not like a person or anything like that. It's an idea. We're all connected. There is a God. Uh, it's love and all that kind of bullshit. But, you know, not hell or anything like that. Who cares? Yeah. I sort of stopped drinking. I, I'm like, um... I'm, I would call myself, like, 90% um, sober now. I think I am, too, now. I can't believe I'm saying it. Not stopped, but, like, 
uh, is sort of like an intuitive, very rare thing. What do you mean by intuitive? Like, um, if I really feel into it and I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. But it's like, for the most part, I'm really not drinking. How come when I mean you've been, you always talk about drinking on other podcasts and stuff. When have you slowed down? Probably about almost a month ago. I did about because uh, I had to get a colonoscopy, so I was like, I'm gonna be. Oh yeah, good. how'd that go? By the way, it was good. I mean, it was good as they can go. I've had a lot of them. You it's got like, your results and everything. Yeah, uh, they didn't see anything special, so okay, good. Everything's good essentially. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like looking good. It's looking good. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, so I wanted to be good, like actually take my meds, you know, and not because I think drinking, it's crazy how much that actually does fuck up my bowels in a way where, you know, if you tell someone that's like, well, yeah, <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. In my it's head poison. Right. <laughs> Alcohol is literally no, but, but poison. particularly for his bowels. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a thing where I've had the last month I've had such like in terms of my symptoms and stuff, it's been just night and day to the point where. Like, I would be stupid to start drinking again like I used to be because it would just be – it would be like a – it would be so – what's it called? Self-sabotaging uh, that it's just like would be absurd. And I still – I guess I don't, the weird thing is I don't really miss it that much. Like, I do miss – I like making drinks for people. I do love that. I love serving people drinks. I love having like, you know, beers – in the daytime, maybe on an empty stomach with the boys. Oh, that is the best fucking feeling. <laughs> That's the thing I miss a the day most. Dr- yeah. A day drinking party with your fucking best friends in the sunshine. Yeah. Yes. That's a good feeling. That's yeah. that's something where I think that's cool. I can still do that rarely, but I feel like basically I have to not drink anymore. And I haven't really, it's weird because I haven't, this is the first time I've pulled back heavily and I haven't missed it. It's also the first time where when I, when I have have had like you know once a week had a drink i'm like i really didn't enjoy it it was like i truly did not enjoy it because it wasn't under the circumstances that i thought it was or it's like i'm bringing so much to it like oh this is you have to have that drink now man it's like this is kind of boring i feel like my brain is over the experience like it doesn't really it's not really interested anymore it doesn't light up the same regions like it used to and it's just kind of like yeah i don't really you know, but that might change when we go back, right? It might, but you I, know, I, I've considered this like I, um, I don't know. I started like eating clean and um, really like curb the drinking, just and not even from a place of like I wanted to lose weight or anything. I was just like, I really want to like be in health. I want to really feel <laughs> healthy. Want <laughs> to be in health? And then um, and then I was like. You know, it's nice to have structure, especially because I do spend a lot of time alone. But I'm fully aware of, like, when shit comes back, how it'll be a very different experience to keep up my fucking nunnery. (laughs) 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 You know? It's going to be impossible, maybe. I have, I've been so, like, I've been, like, I'm um, just... Really your mic young. technique is off, that's for sure. Well, what? Your mic technique is slacking. <laughs> oh. I look at the levels here. I'm like, Blair's usually pretty hot on here. Oh. And it's like, oh, the mic's way over here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People <laughs> always tell me that on podcasts. They're like, could you please um, talk into the mic? Um. Oh, but yeah, anyways, you that was s- it. But you were saying, though, no, you were saying, like, you're really in the 
the health you feel like oh yeah like i'm meditating i'm fucking meditating twice a day i'm doing my al-anon <laughs> I'm, I'm doing all my work i'm consciously dating consciously dating that sounds like same as like people who like yeah i eat meat but I, you know i consciously eat meat oh Someone's yeah like, i want we're gonna get back to her, her uh, dating but my phone just or my watch just uh, beverly clearly the beloved children's author Oh, oh my god, died, Ramona. Ramona. That's so Ramona. Sad. Ramona. Oh, age eight. Ramona Quimby, age eight. Uh, Dude, how yeah. old was he? How old was Cleary? This is why I'm telling. <laughs> this, this is the only reason 108? why. 108. This is the only reason why I'm bringing it up. Right. 104. Holy <laughs> shit. That's old as fuck. See, 104. That's, that's why marriage is scary. We live so long now. Wow. You know. Well, that's why you got to get married like me when you're 40. I know, but you you men have no clock. You have the whole wa- you have the whole world open to you. <laughs> you know what? You can do there's whatever a, you want. There's a reason that men die on average five years l- earlier than women. I was thinking about that the other day. It's you know, I love women's liberation and empowering women, but oh, you know what? I, I'm gonna hear. I'm gonna we got <laughs> Blair's making a face. We got it tough, okay? Mankind. I think a lot of that comes from stress and uh, not talking about Expressing their feelings. Absolutely, it does. Hundred yeah. percent. But the real stress it comes from, evidently, is from uh, mate competition. So if you're a single man, your instance of heart disease. I'm sorry. Where, where are you pulling this fact from? It's just like this is not like a, this isn't like a Ben Shapiro fact. This is like an actual actual. Did thing. you say mate competition? The yeah. Stress? If you're a single man, single male, you have your chances of heart disease are much higher than if you are a man in a relationship because. Because competition, like it's like the primitive competition for a mate, causes you to have more stress. Oh my God, do I have heart disease? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you don't have competition. You have to. You get to select. Like, you I like, know, um, this guy yeah. looks weird. This guy is short. You could just be the selector. Men are like, oh, look at how good this I do. Blair, watch me flip. But watch those, me flip. But I, I would say that that's kind of flipped in in Hollywood. In L.A., yeah, I think that's kind of flipped. There's flipped. like far fewer good men. The good guys have the wider selection. I think overall, there's far many, far many quote unquote good women, right? Compared to how many good guys there are. What do you mean, like selectable, like attractive? Yeah, all like- of those things. Attractive um, in whatever way, uh, you know. So I'm just saying that the the good guys or a guy who even's willing to commit to a relationship right. has pretty much the pick of the litter here in Los Angeles. That's what I believe. I could be yeah. wrong. That I guess so. That's true. I mean, I I live here for a reason. If I was in Minnesota, <laughs> I wouldn't be fucking. Uh, I wouldn't be married to the person I am. Now that's not. None of this applies to Blair, by the way, who turns down incredible men all the time. <laughs> no. Because I... she's not ready for. I'm not ready for a good guy. I'm not ready. I um no, I'm really working hard though. I <laughs> she's, she's going into the voice, ladies and gentlemen. She's going into the voice. I'm doing. I'm I'm fucking working hard. I'm working I'm so it. hard. I'm, I'm putting in these the reps. Um, I'm checking the bumble. No, I am. Um, I am really having to learn how to um de-armor myself and get into the feminine. I know, I know Steve understands this language. I don't know about you. <laughs> well, if I understand what femininity is? No. I've only been mistaken for a woman every time someone answers the phone. <laughs> Anytime on the phone, I get, excuse me, miss, my entire fucking life. It's 
not gendered. It's like um, energy. Yeah, it's, it's, but I mean, um, that's it's what like this voice the, is. Like, I was raised in the way I was raised and like athlete and um, and then as a stand-up comic, it's like a very, it's all like very masculine, you know? And um, and I have to now uh, learn how to be vulnerable and trust and relax. And um, so the guys that I've been going on dates with since I put on my profile, it says looking for a relationship, wants children. So the men oh, wow, that I've cool. been dating are going on dates with have been like so nice and like very <laughs> nice people and they call the next day and they like <laughs> wow. and they set up the next date and they're all like very ready and like in line. Um and ready so to start a business. And so now <laughs> I just need to click with one. Yeah, that's great. Who who came up when did you come up with the idea to put that on your profile? Um, I think a while ago. I mean, I was just very clear on um, what I want. I'm just trying to. I've stopped with the other behavior, which was a big step. What do you mean the other behavior? Just fucking body on body, <laughs> fool. Just hard ass. You mean just, body count? Yeah, just just body count. slamming, you know. Fucking Putting that athlete. You want to talk about fast twitch muscle? <laughs> muscle. Fast twitch? <laughs> Those muscles were twitching fast. Well. Damn. <laughs> so, I'm uh, Noon with some shoes and a hat on in the runner start position. So, yeah, I don't know. It's Shotgun good. Shotgun start. Um, <laughs> very um, now all just respectable. But, yeah, what's up with you guys? <laughs> uh, but don't you think that a lot of times that it's the nice ones you got to worry about? think in generalizations anymore i tap into my intuition with the person in front of me and like the people i have been on dates with are just like really kind normal people looking for love you know but they live in los angeles there's no such okay. thing as a kind there, normal the, person yeah, there is, there's like but behind the scenes how people. is thinking like that <laughs> ever how would that ever be helpful there's in helpful. moving there's towards there's a man, there's managers there's agents there's be editors you know what an editor i'm not saying that that's a bad thing that's the thing the difference here is i'm saying like most people who live here are standard deviate they're deviate they're deviants in a way it's like a person who's i just think it's not I, a normal I think life. The, i think the talent part of that is true we're yeah. all deviants but I think there's so much accountants, there's so much structure we don't think about oftentimes where people are like, oh, I like to be an accountant, yeah. and I think I would like to be in the entertainment business. You know what? Point taken. I'll give it back. back I'll give you back. I'll give you that. My, and then sometimes guys on there will be like, oh, hey, I love your stand-up. I've seen you perform. And that's really nice, but I I was automatically saying no to those people because Oh, no. You gotta be in for that. No, I said no to every single one of those because wow. my thought was, oh, they're gonna think I am who I am on stage, and I'm like, I hate when these guys come at me all aggressive because they think comedian. Oh, I'm gonna neg this woman, like, and I'm like, no, I'm just like a sensitive person looking for love. I'm not looking to have fucking hardcore on stage banter right now you know that sounds like a bad person like not a bad person but like a bad match you know what i mean yeah well i'm saying like when some people are like super nice and they don't have any you don't have any apparent vices that's when i feel like what's going on with that motherfucker you know what i mean oh yeah it feels like if someone is in a certain a certain arena of life and they're too nice 
and they don't do any drugs and all this stuff, and they don't have a history of like, oh yeah, I hit someone with my car when I was 16 and I killed someone, so now I'm sober, and I, you know, I live life every day like it's a jewel, like that kind of thing. If they're just like, yeah, never drank, oh, so your parents were drunks? No, they were just super normal, nice. I'm always like, what's going on there? You know, something's well, weird. Something's up. Changing nice and boring though too. Yeah, I hate the things. word boring. It makes me feel so bad. Yeah, there but are. But you boring gotta have people, a vice, though. man. You gotta have a vice. I have a lot of them. <laughs> Breathing. I've been really, um, like, I, I've just been thinking, like, I've been really trying to learn how to just sit with my feelings instead when I get antsy and I want to, like, online shop and I want to order seven pizzas and I want to go fuck and, like, all these things. And so now I'm just like, hmm, wow, interesting. I have to sit with this. <laughs> and then you do it after that? No, 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 I've changed. I definitely have eaten a lot less donuts lately. I love donuts. I got one in there if you what want. What kind of donuts? Sprinkle, fresh from the place across the street. Wow. Best donuts in Burbank. <laughs> Burbank is so cute, by the way. It's the best. Every time I come over here, I'm like, this is so cheerful. It looks like in the 1960s, which is so cool. And like, I love it. You ever walk down Chandler, the Chandler Bikeway? I don't think so. You should go on a date on the Chandler Bikeway. <laughs> It's like two or three miles long through Burbank. It goes into North Hollywood, but you know who cares about that? There's all these houses built along the bikeway that are houses where you're like, this is, this can't be real. It's like the cutest little grandma house that hasn't changed in literally 50 fucking years. Yeah. It's just, and there's like maybe 60 of them where you just look at them and you're like, oh my God, this is so cute. And you can see it publicly. It's like they're all, f they're all public facing houses. It's, I walk in there, and I, t I have so many pictures on my phone, these little houses. And um, you know that um, Elvis Scissorhands, Tim Burton based that neighborhood on Burbank because he grew up here. Oh, cool. So all, that's, all that kind of you know weird technicolor uh, suburban kind of shit, it's all based on Burbank. I'm going to rewatch that movie this weekend. Okay. And if anyone else has any other suggestions, let me know. <laughs> like for movies or just in general? Um, movies. <laughs> Allow me to explain this to you. No, I'm Sexy Beast. You ever seen Sexy Beast? No. Love Sexy Beast. There's a lot of movies incredible. I haven't seen, and so some I'm like I need to catch up. I saw Bug Edward Boy? Scissorhands in the theater. It's the first time in seventh grade. It was the first time I cried in a mo at a movie theater, and I cried in a really. Movie. Yeah. Whoa, that's profound. Yeah. That's that Danny Elfman man. He works that magic. <laughs> yeah, it was great. He puts those high strings. Those that's <laughs> Jenna Elfman's husband. Uh, it's Jenna Elfman's. It's Jenna Elfman's uh, Scientologist. Right. I did a my first pilot was with her. Really? Yep. Her and Brody. Wow. I went to dinner with them. Coolest, nicest people. Scientologists. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. She, uh, my brother, um, got hit. My younger brother Danny got, he used to have a scooter, and he got hit by a car. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jenna Elfman came. She, I don't know, I don't. She didn't hit him. But she got out of her car and said, are you okay? Are you all right? And his scooter was demolished. She gave him a ride home. That's so sweet. What a nice person, huh? I mean, yeah. Scientology, I've said it once. I've said it twice. That's where I'm headed. <laughs> it's the last place you can be punk. But I think it's kind of over now. <laughs> there, there, well, I don't, hopefully we won't get persecuted for this podcast. But I feel like they're like diehard Trump people. Uh, I think they are. But I think it's, um, this is going to sound bad, but I think it's, Technically, probably a um, a money saving thing. 
because Trump. Well, that's why a lot of people are yeah. Trump supporters. Most people, I would say. Right. Yeah. Most, so it's like, yeah, it doesn't make it any better, but that's definitely Church of Scientology probably is a Trump thing because it allows them, because they're super litigious. Yeah, <laughs> no wonder they yeah. love him. They're like, this is our fucking guy. I mean, the big problem is all the abuse, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, but again, I'm going to say it again, you Uh-oh. know. <laughs> I think a lot of those people who got abused, they were kind of asking for it in a way. Like, you know, you get into this thing and you don't know what it is. Because you saw the documentary. There's a lot of people who they're like, we want to help you get out. And they're like. I don't want to go with you. I'm. I want to be, stay here. Well, that's um, what happens when you're in an abusive relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but how much? At what point is it a write-off? You know what I mean? At what point it's like? <laughs> that's fu- what happens you're when crazy. you're an abusive relationship. I Johnny if- and I became friends because <laughs> you were on my show and I asked <laughs> you about Leah Remini. Right. And then we spent the rest of the thing talking about Leah Remini. You did, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. I knew she was in Scientology from the second I met her. I knew, like, she's not really in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I'm not kidding. I could fucking, people would ask me all the time. I was like, you know what? I guess she is, but I'm, she never said anything to me about it at all. And right before we did the TCA panel, um, you know, this is the first time I've ever done that in my life. I think it's called the, the Television Critics Association. It's like a big thing they have with the Beverly Hilton. You know, they ask all these fucking questions. And you, you're sitting on the dais up there. And right before we go out there, she's like, she grabs me and says, Johnny, please, if they ask me anything about Scientology, will you have my back? I'm like, Whoa. sure, Leah. She's like, okay, great. I can trust you. These other people, I don't know about them. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's an she already asked you to cover for her? She was just kind of like, you know, help her out of it because she doesn't want to talk about it because she wasn't into it, you know what I mean? She was like... Wait a minute, hold What year was this? This is probably 2015, maybe 2014. Whoa, that's she not that long ago. So she was on 13, actually. So she was probably trying to get out of it at that yeah. point. Yeah. But yeah. she grew up with it. It wasn't like other yeah, people. Yeah, she was birthed into she it. She grew up with it. She's like Beck, where, yeah, I mean, you're complicit, but at the same time, it's like you are almost just as much of a victim as anyone else because you were birthed in it and you feel like this familial connection to it as opposed to being i don't know i mean well it's i mean it's the same thing yeah. as catholicism everyone's still catholic yeah totally. after yeah. you found out all the child rape stuff you know that's been going on for hundreds of years yeah and you're still catholic it's like if you're gonna to me all religion is the same like that where if you if you're gonna try to dig up shit on scientology then we have to talk about mormonism then we have to talk about catholicism mm-hmm. it's all the same thing whenever you have people in power like that people are going to get abused yeah well and i also don't think um i don't blame people that join who are not birthed into it because they're just people spiritually searching for something and who it needs provides something. an answer provides yeah. a quick answer that's very it's you read that book under the banner of heaven yeah, just read it again. Oh my gosh, well, it's yeah, so it's just, fucking good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's like people want to fold into a structure for a relief to feel taken care of. Totally. Instead of feeling like a bag in the wind. Because remember the last, the last few pages of that book, he asked that one Mormon guy who was like, you know, the smartest one he talked to, who was kind of halfway in, halfway out. He was like, so boil it down to me. What? Why do people do this? He's like, it's because anything you do, there's an answer for it. So. You don't have to think about anything. It's like, oh, I, I spilled my, I just spilled all this hot oil on someone and burned their leg up, and I did this crazy bad thing. It's like, okay, there's a c- easy, clear path for atonement, and there's an explanation for any way I feel, anything I do. Like that's so. 
But just I mean, an example with they spill oil on my leg. I don't know what I was thinking about. It's probably because I was just <laughs> cooking bacon. I don't know. You were? Was it good? Are you kidding me? Was, was it, it good? Was it the thick cut? You, you don't bake bacon? I did both. I fry it, and then I bake it the next day. Put it on a piece of fresh sourdough toast, which I'll make for you guys if you want. My, mm. bro- my sister sent me a loaf. Oh, my oh yeah. God. I'm not going to say no to that. Yeah. Oh, my God. A nice, fresh piece of toasted I have not sourdough. Been e- I haven't been eating bacon in three months. How about oh, yeah. bacon? I got bread, though. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're basically vegan right now, right? Um, yeah, well, I'll have a little bit of protein now, but I have been non no dairy. Um, and I was full vegan for like five Jesus. weeks. Jesus. The austerity. <laughs> I know. Well, it's easy when you're just by at home, right? Yeah, totally. That's <laughs> yeah. the key here. And I'm under no illusions that things, <laughs> that things will go probably an inch back towards moderation the second that everything's opened up, which seems to be pretty soon. I'm like, dude, I better get some. I better get my jokes fucking in line, baby. I oh can't my believe God. you were able to write jokes. I haven't been able to write jokes the whole time. Not at I, all. I did two rounds of Zoom shows, all the good ones, all everything like that, and then the third round, I was like. I can't rework any of my stuff to make sense anymore. And I just said no. The third round. Now, as soon as Biden did that press conference, it's like everyone's going to be vaccine uh, open by May 1st. My brain started fucking writing. Boom. Because it's like I've got a deadline now. Now you've got something. Which I always said before, I don't know how people have been continuing to do comedy through this. Because for me, the way I write, that's probably, they don't write the same as me. That's probably the answer. But I have to have a viewpoint on the thing. I got the answer for you right now. <laughs> and, and the thing wasn't over yet, so I had no, it, I couldn't process it. So I had no viewpoint on the thing. But you go on. What, what's the, the reason answer? people who are able to write a lot yeah. is... They don't have much of a viewpoint to begin with. Oh. It's easy to replicate dust. But I'm not she, talking about you. She, <laughs> You're a fucking exception, okay? Um, it's I, like you, like, have you been like blazing? Have you been like fucking like ripping it up? No, no. I've been, I wrote a show and like the last couple of weeks, all I've been doing is pitching that show. Right. And I've been, I haven't even thought about anything else. Um, I did like have a few shows like, five six months ago that were like big ones where i had to write sets and i didn't and it had people who had already seen me on the road so i didn't want it what do you to mean be by a big one though it's online it was like ron's no it was like in person big streaming things oh a live event like actual in person yeah okay. and so i will like wanted to have a solid set but now i'm just like and a whole nother thing i'm sort of in just like this deep spiritual exploration which i mean maybe i'm always in that but um I'm like, what am I really want to say on stage? I don't know. Because, like, I'm like, do I really? It's so easy to make fun of men. But I'm like, do I always? See, it is. See, we've got it hard. I know, I know. (laughs) For you. But I'm like, what do I really want to say? Like, what's interesting to me? What am I? And I'm like, do I really want? Should I start just talking about my soul? I know, like, two years ago, I did, like, 15 minutes on God. Um... I don't know what I'm just trying to figure out what my next um, move is, and and with writing stand up also, you at least have like you got married, you've had like life things happen. Like I'm like I've been just like <laughs> meditating in my fucking apartment. Like that's not like I'm an outliving life to comment that's on. That's what I'm saying though. Is that so many people haven't done? We've all done so little. There really isn't a lot of meaty stuff to talk about, and that's like I think it's indicative of. 
people's material for the most part. Like some people, there's a lot of comedians who you know are really successful and really good, but I think you and I probably don't like them a ton because it's a lot of like just talking. You know, it's just talking. It's not very visceral. It's not very like personal. They're just like oh, they're just funny in a way that you don't have to see them to to laugh, or you can almost like like it written. But I think some of the funniest people are people who like you see them, you hear them, and it's this thing where it's a it's a f- they're involving a lot of who they are in it, mm. and you can't really get there unless you have some experiences, good or bad, that have like have like some sort of um, a dynamic movement to them and there's been so little going on i feel like that's really hard to come at from a a standpoint of like from that standpoint yeah i always like write from themes and i write in large chunks like 10 15 minute 20 minute sets like about the same thing with like an arc um and so so perfect jokes so yeah you just (laughs) like i just write like the perfect no that's not what i mean i'm just saying it's all about (laughs) one subject yeah. is what i'm trying yeah, to you say beat it, you beat it um beat it and, to death in a good way uh yeah so like but like i go through like when i was like i'm gonna write an hour of jokes about food and then right after that was when i did like the molestation material <laughs> so <laughs> it, it was like I was like, you know what I'm really interested in is, like, making the mundane funny. Like, that's hilarious to me right now. And then I went into, like, the fucking deepest, darkest abyss, uh, you know? So It kind of works together, though. If I'm thinking about it right now, if I was to be, like, your, I don't know, coach or some shit, I would say that it, the food stuff makes sense because it's such a departure from the heaviness of molestation. It almost, like, you could put them together because it's like why am i so into food maybe it's this (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 i have yeah i don't know but it's like i'm always trying to find what i'm really interested in to write in i don't know like yeah why else would you do it i mean i know there's people who are like i want to just go out there i'm to entertain the people i'm a clown you know that kind of thing yeah i'm just never been that comic yeah. I don't. That's why I don't mind saying no, or even you know, I'm. An, I wasn't hard on myself. Like, oh, I can't write right now. It's okay. This is a once every hundred year pandemic. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah. And I'm gonna be good again once I hit the stage. Give me a month or two, and I'll be back to normal. And the jokes will come. And they're like I said, they're already fucking coming. I'm writing. I'm starting to fill Shit, it up. Again. I better get writing. Oh the my best God. was the first time I had Steve in the podcast, and I was trying to do some stuff, and just point blank was like. Yeah, I'm just not really a silly guy. I was like, oh my God, the fucking balls on this guy to say that. I was like so impressed. You could just come out and say that. But wow. Like, you, you know yourself. You're not a silly guy. I'm not a silly yeah. guy. I can be silly. Don't get you're me wrong. You're totally silly. Yeah, I can be silly. Your Twitter is so silly. Yeah, the but Twitter's you're not silly. You're super silly, though. You're not like. I'm you know, a very serious. I like you're not very like serious. I'm silly. Like, yeah. I'm like all fucking, you know. But yeah, 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 definitely. Like, you know, you do your characters, you like doing all that kind of yeah. stuff. But you're also you like talking like this as well. Don't you think do. the silliest people are serious? Like I think of myself as really uh silly, but in like my real life I'm like I'm just constantly like spiritually seeking is like mostly <laughs> it. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder what that is. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, because I feel the same way. There's some personality thing going around right now where uh, I forgot the name of it. My sister-in-law 
was talking to Julie and I about it, and it's not astrology, but it's kind of similar. Oh, human design? Yes. Yeah. That like thing. Quiz oh, thing? you know I had a reading in May. <laughs> oh, my God, in May? <laughs> yeah. What is this? I want to know about this. It's it's called human design. Right. Uh, I just did the best explaining I could about it. I'm a 401 generator. I'm Sacral authority. 401 <laughs> generator? I forgot. I'm like a th uh, three... Something, a hermit something. This sounds but, like Scientology right here, baby. No, no, no. no. It's, it's like another form of astrology, sort of. Yes. Right. Scientology. No. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the fact of you equating a astrological um, centuries-old oh, science with Scientology. Yes, kind of. okay. I want to find out. I'm going to check my phone real quick to find out what my real thing is. How do, you, how do I get this done? Um, you can just go online and it'll tell you. Did you have it online or did you go to a person? Well, I got the, like just the general thing where it tells you um, just like the very basic thing. And right. then there's so much to explain. I got an actual reading. In, From a person? Yeah. It, was it relaxing? It was great. I loved it. Human design. Do you find that relaxing? Find what relaxing? Like when you're like having um, like a reading. Like when someone's talking to you. Like if you had your tarot cards read. Oh, I mean, yeah. I j oh, I forgot to tell you, I got fully Reiki certified. Sheesh! <laughs> I Bam. finished last weekend. Reiki, laying of hands. Do you no know? What, touching, have you no ever touching. had a Reiki before? I have. It's cool as fuck. It was so many years ago. Actually, I had it in Rochester, Minnesota. My mom set it up for me many, many years ago. I think right before I had my surgery. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's really good for like healing and prep and. Yeah, I think I just fell asleep actually, but yeah. it still felt good i guess yeah it's crazy it's like someone else giving you a meditation sort mm. of i'm a two four a, a hermit opportunist yeah i'm four one opportunistic investigator oh my god i'm I gonna write yours this. down so i can um, remember to investigate it opportunic investigator but that's why, so investigator means you love learning and researching and so when i found that out because i fucking am always taking courses always reading like a psychopath and then i when i was validated that that's actually correct behavior for my energy type i was like haha fuck you guys <laughs> well I, that's what i was gonna say is i like that i'm a hermit something i would have never known that because i'm a big i'm a i'm a wild extrovert but having all this time alone i realized that oh no i also like need a lot of time alone and I think about things and I'll like I love to just sit around and read and think about things a lot. So, yeah, because I think of you as really extroverted. But whenever I say I'm an introvert, like people are always like, yeah, right. You're so extroverted. I'm like, yeah, when I'm right in front of you. <laughs> you but said you don't think of me as an extrovert. No, I think of you oh, yeah. fully as an yeah, extrovert. Yeah, yeah. But when I I think of myself as yeah. an introvert. And whenever I say that, people are always like, no way. <laughs> I don't, unless you are like my friend who's trying to hang out with me and I'm never there. Yeah, no, you're a little quiet. You're just a little <laughs> bunched up. You got to charge up, see, right? That's your thing. You got to charge up. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really like being around people. I like yeah. like it. So I'm an extrovert too. I, uh, but the fact that a big part of my, that's part of human design. What, what my sister-in-law was telling me is that a lot of how we are, it kind of like we bent, we got bent that way. So it's not yeah. necessarily nurture. No. Yeah. Yeah. But we just kind of, this is how we've adapted to ourselves, but yeah. you know, at your essence, you're really these things. And if you could line up your life in a way where you can um, exploit that in a good way, okay. then you'll be happier and more fulfilled. What's your, did you find out your, um, your authority? 
I don't know. I don't think I know enough about it. Like, so for me, I'm sacral authority, so it's gut instinct. Oh, gut. So (laughs) I'm not supposed, I'm supposed to go with my gut instinct and not overthink decisions, which is interesting because that is exactly how I make decisions. Well, you go with your gut? They're like, yeah, like, I'm not supposed to, like, spend like some people their authority is like for a big decision they need they're supposed to wait 24 hours to mm. make the decision but for me i'm supposed to like really just like what's my gut my first feeling response how do you feel this is like questions yeah it's like astrology okay so how astrology is based on when you're born and stuff, yeah it's right? based, so on based on where you're born, born what time and what time that's all no questions yeah Those, that's, it. that's how you find out your big three in astrology too so a lot of people just know their sun sign and they go, oh, I'm a Taurus or whatever. Yeah. But you have to know your three to really understand, to blend everything With together. With this thing, you have to know that. Both astrology as well. But there's no questions like, well, so you meet a man on the street and he's got three, <laughs> no. all that stuff. It's not the SAT, bro. Or something like a, what's it called, the MMPI? Uh-uh. The Minnesota Multiphasic Personality Inventory. I've never heard of this. Oh, is that like ENFJ? It's just That's massive, like a thousand point questionnaire you do. For like, they used to do it for jobs and stuff. It's, it's to weed out psychopaths. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> sociopaths. It's to weed out people with like undesirable personalities. So undesirable personalities. You don't, you don't want to hire a like fucking a psychopath his, to target, right? I know, but that's like such a hysterical <laughs> thing. Wait, so do you know a lot about astrology now just by osmosis from being with I Julia? wouldn't say a lot. I understand a, a lot more than I would have if I wasn't married to Julia, yes. Oh my God! It's you're married. Wait, so how do you? How does that jive with you though? Because if this, if this thing you guys are both talking about here, and you're putting a lot of credence on it. No, we're not putting a lot of credence well, you, on it. You're talking about it, and yeah. you're like saying, "Oh yeah, that makes so much sense. That makes so much sense." But it's based upon where and when you were born. That feels like one of those things where that's so, I don't know, it's so ethereal. That kind of feels like how can that not be a case of um, what do they call it, moving target, where you're you're aligning, you get the results, and you're like. You move the target so it hits the bullseye. You just take. Well, I mean, you take what you like and leave the rest. Yes, exactly. Well, yeah. that's essentially moving target. Mm. No, it's not. <laughs> no, you're not. Nobody's. We're not losing anything. And so you're t- up. It's up to you how you interpret it to your life. Yeah, like that. Like I just said, this thing right. where I, I'm in this thing. I'm called a hermit, something, and I was like, oh yeah, I really do like to spend a lot of time alone. Yeah, and it, it makes me that that really like sheds light on a part of my personality I haven't thought about. It doesn't really change anything. It just makes me feel not bad that I need a lot of time alone. I guess I just mean like um, if it's based on these things that you have no control over and that are essentially just kind of random, how can they possibly actually influence who you are and how you behave Unless you believe in that kind of thing, which is fine to believe in that kind of thing. Well, say it's like none of that shit resonates, and then you try it, and you think, hmm, I'm going to try. This is like, you know, I don't identify as a hermit at all. And then you started, you're like, hmm, I'm going to try spending time alone. And then you're like, wow, this actually feels right to right? me. You know, that's like sort of a, a thing yeah. where it's like and it's just a greater um, span scope of uh, investigating about your true self. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I really I'd love to do it. I like that stuff because sometimes it's like there's like two parts of me because I'm a Gemini. <laughs> you are a full Gemini. I'm a hardcore Gemini. It's, it's the kind of thing where sometimes I feel like 
What's your birthday again? June 1st. I knew it. I just saw it in my cal- calendar mm. the other day. What's your birthday? April 6th. Oh, my God. Coming right up. Oh, that's around the corner. I'd love to, I'd love to know your big three because I'm like a double Aries. Okay. I'm an Aries moon, Aries sun, and a, um, was it Libra rising? No. Yeah. I think I had it. I think I'm a double Gemini. Are you? I think I had it done, yeah, because my birthday is at like 5, 5.05 p.m. Central Time, Minnesota. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was something where I was like, well, you know, good luck with decisions. Uh, Julia got me this from some like big time astrology guy for my birthday. She got me a reading with him. Mm-hmm. Whoa, cool. So, yeah, some big guy like that. She's like, oh, this guy's the fucking best. So I'm really anxious to I'm really excited to talk to him from about you myself for an hour. Talk to him on like a Zoom or something? Or yeah, what? we'll do a Zoom. She's the, she got it for, for Christmas, I think, from her parents. I kind of want to do that. Yeah. I, mean, I want to do it, too. Like I'll let you know how the guy yeah. is. But I, the price is, like, relatively reasonable. It's not 500 bucks? No, it's, like, there are I think some two that or are 300. It's still a lot, actually. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think if, if you're getting a great astrologer, like a famous guy, for 300 bucks to talk to you for an hour once a year, mm-hmm. that's fine. It's like getting uh, two massages. Yeah. It's like going to a spa. Yeah. yeah. It's like getting a facial. Yeah, I don't. I would not. I would not do this all the time. But yeah. one time, that sounds like something fun I'd like to do. Damn. Especially now I'm not drinking anymore. At least all I got is shit like this. Yeah. I, <laughs> I wish I had a true calculation of how much money I've saved over the pandemic from, you know, not, not driving, going to bars. not flying, just not doing anything. Oh, yeah. I wish it was like pandemic money calculator. I also haven't made any fucking money. Either, <laughs> you, know what I mean? <laughs> you know, was that penny saved? Was a penny earned? I know. I'm so. It's gonna be crazy, man. The bar's gonna open up. I, I was wondering. I was like, maybe for lucky September, but I think it's gonna be open like 50 percent capacity by July. That's yeah, what it, I think. it will be, man. I know. And so, to, it's, to me, the person I was before this, mm-hmm. I'm not even the guy anymore. Like, I feel I, the same way. It's gonna feel so crazy to go serving beer and to go get like 23 year old Latinas drunk. Like I'm like gonna be like, oh my god! First off, I had to get readers. Like at like six months of the pandemic, sexy baby. My eyes just so sexy. I was like, I feel like an old guy now, and like a, in a funny way. So I think I'm just gonna embrace it. I think I'm gonna get some readers with like the chains Dude, when I'm like pepper? making drinks. <laughs> the salt and pepper, and they got that got that uh, salt in there with oh, the readers. Yeah. You're oh, gonna the, have I to mean, these fight girls them off. Always wanted to take a run at the god, but I'm too <laughs> take I, a run at the god. Yeah, I mean, come on, I'm famous. You know, I'm fine in L.A. I, you know, I'm fine. I've, I've get respect from my peers. But I'm famous in Covina. So like some Dude, of these like you. some of these twenty three year olds, you know, are like a twenty nine year old principal at an elementary school. They're watching me jam up there on the fucking stage and they're like, This guy. You this come guy. in. I was yeah. there. Remember the first time not the the last time I saw you Covina at the chatterbox, it was the first times in a long time I felt a host watch a host, you know he can see Everyone there. You were like checked in with like six different places in the course of one minute, and everyone was like, "Okay, I gotta pay attention because if I don't, Steve will know. Steve will fucking know. He will call me out, and it's gonna be like getting called out in church kind of thing." Cause yeah. You're like, Damon over there, we know what's up. This yes. Guy, just like so, man. I could never do that in a million years. It was like watching someone juggle almost. I felt like when I think of heaven. When I think of heaven, it's it's like Chatterbox, uh, like doing that show. It is like 
That is like the most. I think it's like the best room, best show in LA. It's fun. I mean, it's because of our pal Steve. Yeah, well, and thank the whole you, crew. That's all very that's, nice. That's, the you whole can crew. Extrapolate that though. Does that's a not great just job. Um, yeah, it's gonna be fun to start get that thing started up. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just exciting for the whole thing to be to be ending. I haven't missed. I've really, really valued this time. And you know, I lost my aunt and my uncle. That was very sad. Mm-hmm. There's so much sad about this stuff. But I also like. That's fucking life, you know, death and all the shit. It's all part of it. So I'm excited to get back. And hopefully all the good things that I've learned, I'll be able to take this, you know, and to rest more and to be quiet more and to not have to go out as much and be afraid that we're losing all opportunities while trying to be a healthy human being. That's so, so true. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I can't believe I'm even saying this, but I feel like because I was just so eager for stuff to reopen. But so much in the even like just like the last month, I've been thinking like, man, there's just certain stuff where, like, why would I be, like, okay, I want to travel. I love traveling. It gets my brain going. I fucking love it. It's like one of my favorite things, most stimulating thing I you can do. But I was thinking like, oh, I want to go here and there and these places. But I kind of realized it doesn't really matter where I go as long as I just go someplace. You don't have to go to like the nicest place or the best thing. It's just a matter of doing it anything because it's not about where you're going it's just the fact that you're changing your environment mm. so when you change your environment you have new new inputs and stuff just yeah all that kind of all those things where you think that like something is dependent upon the destination or the outcome is not true i feel like it's not true anymore which i don't think i would have said that six months ago or even four months ago i like it's hard for me to remember what it was like before I think I was <laughs> hiking with my friend yesterday, Paul, uh, or the other day, Paul, and um, we were talking about shows, and I was like, when we had our, and I was like, what what was our show called? <laughs> I forgot the name of my own show, and it has my name in it. I forgot the fucking name of Blair and Greta's show. <laughs> I, I was like, what was it called again? And I was like, whoa. I, like, that's how crazy it was. And I always joke, too, with Rosebud about, this is just like a movie. The week before the pandemic s- started, I had just been traveling every weekend and then just doing spots every night. And then like, and I had like a packet due and whatever. <laughs> and I, I told Rosebud, I was like, I'm just, I'm just so tired. Like, am I ever gonna have a, a free weekend again? Like the next week, boom, shut down. I have to like panic wow. fly home from Hawaii. Like I, it was just, Fuck, and I was like, I can't. I like said that, <laughs> and then everything just bam shut down. Has it been good for your relationship? I guess so. I feel like it's like everything where it's, you know, you learn you learn about everything because of it. So I guess yeah, I guess it has been because it forces you to figure stuff out that you probably could have avoided before by staying busy. Mm. Or just be like, oh, I gotta go. I gotta do this. I'm sorry, we can't. We can't do this right now because of you know all the things you have to do that are important because your career is so career in quotes. Everyone is so important when actually, you know, it's not really. I think everyone <laughs> has gotten super intentional about everything because it's just like the time of like forcing you to be by yourself is like made everyone consider. Like even on the dating apps, I'm like. 
everyone i'm just like it feels like everyone was like yeah yeah i do i do want a relationship now i i i'm ready to retire from the fucking game okay okay well i don't know how long it would have taken me to get married if this wouldn't have happened yeah but i was just with her like every day for months mm -hmm. You know, and just be like, dude, this is my road dog. I love this bitch. Yeah. Like, I love her. We have so much fun. Right. And I'm just like, what, did, what am I going to, I have some kind of intellectual argument against uh, the institution of marriage. It's like, what the fuck? Like, I'm an idiot. Like, you know, if I get a divorce, I get a divorce. I don't, I don't anticipate that happening. But also to have an intellectual argument against something when you got someone that I could do this and make this person so happy. And then ever since we did, and ever since I made that decision where I was like, okay, I want to do this. Now I'm like, fuck, I love being married. Oh, I love calling this bitch my so wife. Nice. Yeah, I love I it. I love that. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so happy. So oh, in love right now. So yeah, sweet. So happy. Yeah. I, on like a very simplified way, I'm, I'm just like, oh, what you're talking about, the intellectual argument. I'm like, I'm trying to just get out of my head and like into my heart. Yes. Get out of my head. Get <laughs> into <laughs> my heart. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> That's Live good. Live right here. Yes. Out of this fucking scary house of horrors. That's <laughs> what all spiritualism is, though. I mean, I just finished, I just almost finished that book by, I can never say his name, but Dilgo Kinse is a Tibetan monk. But the whole book is about just that shit. Like What's it called? It's called The Heart of Compassion. Just about, you know, uh, I think I have compassion. that book, actually. Really? Yeah. It's fucking heavy. I couldn't finish it. It's too much like, you know, like, it's like for people who, oh, like, I want to be a monk. I do want to <laughs> be a monk. <laughs> yeah. But that stuff, you know, it's like that thing where your head is just gets in the way of everything, kind of, in, a, in some sense. Because it just tries to, or it's even as dumb as that, oh, like the modern philosophy, you know that woman Mel Robbins? She's I haven't heard of her, no. I don't know who she's that like is. She's kind of like a uh, brassy Chicagoan, or maybe she's from Oh, I love the East term Coast. brassy. I, know, I love it. <laughs> well, Julia's brassy, too. That's yeah. like, look at that brassy bitch. I love her. It's like just the, like, mm. the brassiest person to me is... Um, well, Brene, Brene Brown's pretty brassy. Brene That's Brown's what I love, Brene. Brassy. Who is the comedian I think is the brassiest? Wait, why does, what does brassy mean? It means like, just I love think of Brene some Brown. woman from Chicago who's like, fuck you, I'm, I like beer. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, they just like it's just they're like bossy and like loud and like this yeah. like that kind of shit. Oh wow, like, I love that term. Like women who drink Manhattans. Yeah. Like Amy Amy Miller's very brassy. Oh, yes, Amy that's Miller's a brassy broad. Extremely right brassy. Uh, uh, Karen, um, Jared Jared's wife, Karen. Uh, oh, Kara Clink. Kara yeah. Clink. She's brassy. brassy. Kara Clink is like if Kara walked in here right now it was like. You guys need to clean up this shit. Like, yeah, we're cleaning up. We're cleaning <laughs> up right now, okay? Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you doing serving this? Um, right. I thought it was I thought it was good. You know no one likes this, okay? Why would you do that? But it's not he's making it sound more mean than it is. But it's, it's not. like a mean I like the mean. It's yeah, the kind yeah, of thing yeah. where it, you Well know it's straightforward. I mean? Straightforward and doesn't take any shit in a way where you know, it's the kind of person who 
keeps the door closed during a carjacking. He's like, I'm not fucking getting in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. Like, Fuck you. You should say that on stage, Johnny. That's what? funny. What the uh, the brass kind of per- yeah the kind of per- that's hilarious. You should say that whole thing on stage. I actually met a woman who was like that in South Africa. And a lot of these <laughs> people in the South- door closed during a car there jacket. Are people in South Africa, you meet, you're like, oh my god, are you made of fucking pure iron? <laughs> wow. <laughs> are just like skinny, normal looking people who have been carjacked like. Like multiple times in a year, <laughs> and they just don't give a fuck. Oh, wow. They don't give a fuck. You could like shoot them with an arrow, and they, they would laugh. They're like, oh, you almost hit me. That's fucking yeah. crazy. You almost hit me with that fucking arrow, man. Just I, make us look so weak. I like that though. I also like uh, want to take life in general less seriously. Um, Cause like I think I I had to go down a whole road to like face a bunch of things and like heal a bunch of things and I feel like I um, really came out of that and now I'm sort of like on like a blank slate um, and now I'm just like yeah I want to have fucking fun I want to live life. That's a good <laughs> point though. That's such a that's just again it's like same as like a Buddhist thing where you're just like taking shit seriously. Is a, it's antithetical to the point of being alive. Well, also, we're always in these dogged pursuit of, like, this job, of this relationship, of these things because we think that they will make us happy. But mm-hmm. it's like, oh, actually, you could just cultivate the uh, experience of happiness right now. Yeah, not be so... Sometimes I get in these modes where I, I'm, like, get so serious about shit. And the second I think about... Like, I, I journal, try to journal every morning... Sometimes I'll be journaling about like serious stuff. I'm like, what am I? Why am I doing this? Then I write like I think of something dumb, right? Like a joke, like oh, you know, your guardian angel watching you masturbate, kind of thing. (laughs) And I make myself laugh. I'm like, oh, actually, why am I thinking about this serious shit? It's so stupid because I'm thinking about serious shit that I can't do anything about. It's the media, Johnny. But now maybe (laughs) you need to release it though. I like. God, I have been journaling like a fucking madman. <laughs> I filled oh up. A, you don't even know. Johnny always calls it my worksheets. Well, because um, I started doing worksheets that you gave me oh. years ago. I was doing worksheets because I was in a dark spot. I forget which one I gave you, but I um. So I only like to write in college world three subject notebooks, and so I buy them in bulk. This <laughs> last one I finished in a record time. What, five week? weeks. Five weeks. Five is weeks. Three. We're talking about a thick one. Right? That's fucking. I was like, oh my god. Wait, wait a second. Not front and back. Yes, front and back. But how can you even write front and back? And no spaces either. Right, but you so you write on one page, you turn it, you write on the back side yeah. of the page. Yeah. Well, I have That's a lot of sick. I know, I know, I know, I know. But since I've eliminated and tried to be cognizant of when I'm um, pursuing all these um, vices, it's like, oh, I guess I gotta go deal with this feeling, and um, and then I've I've just gotten it all out. So when you feel a certain mm. way, you go to journal. Um, sometimes, I mean, like... Or do you save it for the next morning or something? I try to do it then, because then, once I, mm. like, acknowledge the emotion, then it go- goes away. That's interesting. That's a really Instead good idea. Instead of holding on to it and it banging around in my head for, like, a long time, it's like, once I just get it, it's out. 
It is crazy. I did tweet this, something like that, but it's a lot of being an adult is just calming yourself down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so that, that, something like that, I do that, like, when I feel a way, I walk myself through the steps, and then I say, oh, they probably didn't mean it that way or that, and you, like, calm yourself down. But that's basically what you're talking about when you journal, right? Totally. And also, um, like... I think also learning an emotional maturity, which like I've learned a lot about in program, but it's um, just learning how to be uncomfortable, like learning how to sit with discomfort. Hundred percent. That's the same thing. That's all. That's I mean, go back to it for a third time, but that's the same as any any uh, Tibetan Buddhism. That's the same fucking totally, thing. It's just like yeah, yeah you non resistance. Yeah, you live in shit. That's just that's just <laughs> what it is. It's how it is, and nothing you can do about it except for seeking enlightenment for all living things yeah i've also thought about that like how am i serving the world you know because especially i feel like i'm um cellularly healed from depression well, Thank cellular, you, God. cellularly healed like yeah it's yeah like um yeah like mm. i've i've i think i've like now i mean i still have access to the range of my emotions but in terms of like depression as an illness which i've really um battled in the past of my life i think i've really healed from um and where was i going with from this i don't know you were talking about how um something about how it's okay to be uncomfortable oh yeah so now like if i have an emotion or something i don't panic or whatever just i gotta like, stand for my apple watch can you smell so. that uh -oh. breeze can you smell those white flowers mm. Wow, this is all so gorgeous. Dude, yeah, I'm taking a bag for some of these lemons. But you can take a fucking grocery bag full of those lemons. Yeah. It's so gorgeous out here. I can't it's believe this off. is your life. It's popping off out here. It's going to get even better. I, I mean, you've you. made a spectacular foliage. This is just, this is the beginning. It's going to get, a month from now, it's going to be better. I kind of pulled back on the gardening a little bit because I was having trouble because I was gardening with rage. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a good time to. That's a good thing to do. Garden, though. Sort of, but it's also. I mean, you say that, but Britt pointed out something once. She's like, "I know when you're gardening, you're just thinking about something over and over <laughs> again, and not doing anything about it." I'm like, you're fucking right. I'm thinking about like what someone said. You know, being defensive about something that definitely was not meant to be. It's something I'm supposed to be defensive about, or you know, I'm just sitting there ruminating on a some some dumb. But that's thing what I'm saying, as though. I'm it, wrenching my back but you're gardening that's like a productive um active move body movement all the things True. of letting an emotion out that in a in a healthy way instead of online shopping or ordering pizza but i'm not screaming <laughs> and i'm not actually actively fixing the thing sometimes i am just ruminating on a thing and that's not good yeah the activity is definitely good i suppose i never thought about that yeah, but yeah, it, doesn't get, it doesn't get worse it. after. It, it doesn't, doesn't make it worse. Yeah, you're not right? doing any negative numbing behavior, is what I'm saying. Yeah. By, um, like trying to fill the discomfort with something unhealthy yeah, with sugar is what I like mean. Yeah. A stimulant, some kind of a stimulant. I guess that's true. Yeah. I never thought about that, but I do. I, I know mean, what you're saying about the ruminating though, because like when I do that, I catch myself and go, "Stop." No more. You just got lost in 10 minutes on that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you do that because I feel like I can be so negative sometimes. It's it's stunning. I feel like I could 
I could bring down an airplane with my thoughts. I could just I could make it like turn into a ball of iron and fall from the sky just by being like, ah, fucking hell is life. <laughs> I think that's natural though. Like humans have a negativity bias. In order to be positive, it's something that has to be deliberately cultivated and learned because we I mm. we all wake up that way. I think you know a lot with like um crazy thoughts or just whatever inconsequential shit it's like the way that our brains are like yeah i mean i also think it's misspent and it's like having all this energy and the best way your primitive mind thinks to do is like oh you need to go to war with people who are trying to (laughs) these people are trying to steal your children and your grain you need to kill them so they can't kill your take your stuff so sharpen your sword and practice and get ready to fucking cut some heads off it's all basic animal stuff where it's like they're gonna kick me out of the tribe yeah right so you have to i'm gonna have to go in the forest by myself now oh so you get super defensive or super sad or super all these other things Mm -hmm. when it's just not that way anymore I've I've tried to stop, like, thinking, like, oh, does this person like me? Anytime I have that thought, I'm like, no, no more. It's like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, or just, (laughs) like, or, no, it's just coming from, like, a childlike place of, like, wanting to feel love and connection. And I'm like, you know what? They may or may not. I have enough love of people in my life who love me. Everything's fine. I'm grateful I got to wake up. (laughs) This is a face. That's a face right there. That's the fucking face where I don't know what that face is. I want that on a (laughs) T-shirt. Like, yeah, man. (laughs) What are you going to (laughs) do? We better better wrap this up. Oh, Uh, yeah, I got a piece so bad. Okay. I mean, this is obviously a classic one where to to be continued... Oh my God, we were so deep on this. Nothing controversial. She didn't yeah, say didn't anything say crazy, anything. and it no. was really hard. I I had a lot to say. <laughs> I I wanted to because it's like we haven't seen it. We don't right. get to see each other that much, and then when I see you, I want to say this. But even if you did, though, I um would say we just mark down the time. Yeah, and I'm happy to put some cool ass sounds in I there. I didn't say anything this time, but I cool um, with Amy where we talked so much shit. I spent like an hour bleeping. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> but it was fun for that. It was actual she, shit. I've heard she seems to have that experience. <laughs> she's that's what makes her great on podcasts. She's brassy. Yeah. She's brassy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is. I that's, miss her. I want to see her. Yeah. Well, we're all gonna hang out soon because COVID's basically gone. If you get COVID in LA now, that's like. You should have us over for a nighttime fire pit. I just got that in the mail yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I'm if down. you want it. Anyone got a dose? You got a dose in you yet? Oh, Hopefully. yeah. You got a dose in you yet? No comment. Oh. <laughs> I was I was just talking with a friend. I, you all know him. I'm not going to say his name, but we were just talking. And he hangs out with a lot of entertainment types. Right. And he's like, we're, we've all been vaxxed for two months. I'm like, you piece <gasps> of shit. Whoa, really? That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. I, 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 with the vaccine stuff, I honestly don't give a shit. I'm it, legit, though. I'm legit. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. You've yeah. got problems. Yeah. Uh, and I'm morbidly obese, so I'm legit, too. Uh, but, yeah, I don't care about any of this stuff. I, when people, if you're scared enough or you've, like, had to hunt it down, you should get the fucking vaccine. Also, it was something to do. People just like, <laughs> you know what it was for most people? It was something to win at. And there's no games being played. If you're like a fucking Hollywood douchebag, like, I got to win at something right now. I got to win at getting this fucking vaccine before CAA. You know, it's yeah. like, it's just, it's agent mentality shit. 
which I get. Someone's got to, you got to have that fucking win. Just like I text notch. you guys, I don't care anymore. I am so. Nobody cares. I, I want to no forget so quickly about. I, I don't ever want to know what any of my friends think about vaccine science or masks. Oh, yeah. I know. I I'm feel like, that way about a lot of shit now. It's over. Where I'm it's just over. like, but I'm also in general, like, I really, it's a real bummer to me. Um, about the comedy community, not unrelated to vaccines, but just this finger pointing within the community, like always trying to take each other down. It's mostly dumb Twitter shit, but I just hate the, there's so much uh, fight infighting within the community all the time. And it, I don't like it. It's, it's a all, bad feeling. But it's all inactivity based. I really think it is. In six months from now, that won't be there. No, they were doing it way before COVID. It's always been like that. It's gotten worse, hasn't it? I don't know. Sure, yes. Uh, But both of you guys are right, I think. Yeah. But yeah, I I do feel like, especially with what happened last week, I do feel like it's going to start winding down. I hope so. Because it's like, what are we doing? Oh, it's just sick. I really, I hate the whole thing. You know what? I I don't know what you're talking about, and I like it. (laughs) I I've, I I only saying, have Twitter think, on my computer. I don't think anyone should ever fucking dig up anybody's tweets. I ever, feel that way too. And nobody should ever lose their job because of a tweet. Right, nobody or ever, from another comedian. Well, I mean, especially yeah. that. That's like kind of breaking a code, in Ugh. my opinion. But also, stop it. Let's stop it. Yeah, stop okay? trying to like hang other people out to dry. Like it's just sucks. I, it's just I wish there was a lot more like generosity. That sounds- oh my god, that's actually that's such a fucking incredible thing to say. That's so true. That like such a sim- such a simple thing to say. The way you said it though too was almost like like can we just please have this some more generosity? It's like oh my god, yes. It's yeah. like such an easy thing to like that word doesn't get used ever. It's so sad. Yeah, have a little bit of fucking generosity for once. Ugh. Yeah, it, it really, I've gotten, Ugh. I used to be a real Twitter gal, and um, I probably shouldn't say this on a podcast, but I now I only have it on my computer, and so. Yeah, that's the way to do it. But, like, I, I'll go days without even going on. Like, I just, I just pop on. Um, to write a joke. Yeah. It's a cesspool, and, yeah. We gotta let this girl pee. Okay, great <laughs> podcast. Oh, I forgot. Blair yeah. Stocky, Steve Fernandez, Johnny Premington. We'll great see you guys again. Fr- great to, t- to hear, talk to you listeners. Oh. Bye.